Hello. <laughs> All right, we switching gears. We back. We back. <laughs> I hope everybody is well. This is Shawan. Who else we got here? I'm oh, sorry, my bad. <laughs> oh, are we recording now? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Okay. It's everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and it's Pastors. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. We are here, and um, today we're going to talk about perhaps my absolute favorite, most bestest topic. Um, I like to call it vulnerable moments. Uh, we all have them, and it's what we do in those moments that count. So, um, <laughs> as a lay, you want to just take it away. Sure, guys. So, we're going to talk about my non existent dating life. And how recently I gave it a shot. So, um, met a nice guy, you know, seemed normal, you know, you know how girls, we all have this checklist. He was meeting most of the checklist, you know, about two, three things. I was like, ugh, I could kind of overlook that to like, you know, make this work. So, again, a very nice gentleman. I still don't have anything bad to say about him. Um, But it just got to a point where I think he was probably falling for me a little bit quicker than I was falling for him. I really liked him. Like, I wasn't in, like, future mode, if that makes sense. Like, I wasn't thinking, like, marriage or, like, you know, moving in right away, I guess I should say. I was just thinking, you know, okay, this is somebody I can date. This is somebody, he has a kid, I have a kid we could blend families with. Um, this is something that, you know, may potentially work. Um, he's an older gentleman, not that I'm a young whippersnapper, but I'm 38, he's 41. So I just feel like how he presented himself and what he talked about, he's at a point in his life when he told me he was happy. He's like, whether I'm in a relationship or not, like I finally got to the point where like I'm happy with some of the decisions I've made. My parents have told me they're proud of me. And, you know, I'm making things work. He's a single dad um, with, with co-parenting. The mother is still around. Um, so, again, I think he was just in a position where I know what I want. That's what I'm looking for. And it is what it is. So here comes Vibrant Azalea, like, showing up in his life. And he's like, ooh, God, is that you? And I'm a goddess, so it was him. Uh, And we had a great time. But fast forward, to make a long story somewhat short, he's at a point where he wants um, a significant other near him. We are about an hour and a half, two hours away. He wants somebody that... um, is there for him like on a daily basis someone he can grow with have an impact in their lives daily um we also talked about love language like I love when a guy knows what the hell I'm talking about when it comes to love language because I'm like oh he reads he understands he has a diverse set of people he knows what this means um and we just kind of agreed you know that his love language doesn't allow for our quote-unquote long fucking distance relationship so you know you gotta have your physical touch daily you gotta have your words of affirmation before you walk out the fucking house and got to you know you know what is the other one (laughs) acts of service Mm -hmm. and all the other good stuff 
So um, two things that I do like that me and him talked about that we were pursuing in the beginning was peace and happiness. Life too short. Let's make it happy. Let's make it peaceful. No drama. He did not have drama. So I do give him a thousand percent credit. He was honest about that. Nothing like three phone calls. No, never talking to me. And it's like, oh, I got to go. Or this isn't like we could talk for hours straight and there's no interruption unless it's his kid. Okay. Um, on my end, same. I don't have no drama. Phone is like extremely dry. Only person mm-hmm. calling me is my grandma. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's pretty much it. But we just had to agree to, I guess on my end, disagree, that this just wasn't going to work. I didn't want to continue a friendship when feelings were invested. And I felt like I also had to protect my feelings for once. <laughs> um, and yeah. I was just like, hey pointless i don't want to wait for you to be like oh hey it was fine but that's the bitch now and it is what it is so do you feel yeah. like you ask you huh uh do you feel like you saved yourself from something in the end by kind of ending it early or would you consider it ended early i i consider it we caught our disagreement or our, not disagreement, our desires earlier than later, which I do appreciate. Um, Because I, another thing I really liked about him, he was a communicator. So he may like, you know, you could tell when energy's off, but if I call him out on it, he's going to talk about it. Um, And like, I appreciate that. And I don't think anything was done wrong. I'm just glad we caught it sooner than later. Because like, what's the point in, continuing months from now and I'm thinking everything you know how girls always do we think everything's good and this this and this and then psych guys are like oh you know I'm married or oh like were we really together I didn't think we were <laughs> like anything crazy like that so and and the main thing of this is he wanted basically me to move okay you know that's like, okay. you're the one I want to make this work for you I see such good I see where we could blend families I see such great potential to come with me. And I'm just at a place that one, I didn't feel comfortable with that. And two, I actually just got my own place. So I'm, I'm not in no rush to break any lease. I'm not in no rush to move anywhere. Um, so I would be stationary at least for a year. But he said he didn't want to wait. And I'm not here to change anybody's mind. I want you to do what your heart's desires are. And we just uh, unfortunately aren't on the same path at this point. Okay. So, um, yeah, I guess I was going to ask Pashis next. Um, what do you think she could have done differently? I know we had talked about um, what we're used to. Do you think there's anything that could have been done differently? Uh, no. I feel like she did what she thought was best for herself, for her son, for everyone in that situation. But I also feel as though there's always ways that we can adapt or adjust to our current situation right so as lay you met him in a sense in a non-traditional fashion right correct we met online online so online dating the reason why you didn't want to take the leap of faith and move to richmond was for what purpose i'm just i didn't feel comfortable it wasn't like the traditional way of doing things Okay, so we're navigating uncharted territories right now, right? This day and age is different. Like, we're dating differently. 
we're meeting people differently. Like, so things, in a sense, we're asking for traditional forms of how things should go based upon a non-traditional way of life at this point. So could she have taken that leap of faith and said, hey, I'm trusting me, I'm trusting myself, I'm trusting this process, we're going with it, and whatever happens, happens? Absolutely, we could have done that. You know what I'm saying? It could have been the best situation ever because that's how we're going to enter in every situation going forward is that every situation is going to be the best situation for me possibly. Or can we operate out of fear, which is not necessarily a bad thing, and just go with the traditional way of doing things? Either way, it's not wrong. You know what I'm saying? Either way, you're protecting yourself. You're trying to make the best situation out of the situation. But you also have to go with some sort of caution. You know what I'm saying? So I feel as though nothing she could have done differently. But if she wanted to change in a different form, yeah, she could have done something differently. But I, I, I'm not mad at anything that she's done. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I just thought about changing the perspective. Like, we do talk about that a lot. Doing something we haven't done before. But when you mentioned fear, I'm like, yeah, it could be scary sometimes. And then there's the what ifs. What if I uproot my whole life and go in that other direction and then it still don't work out? Like, and- that would... Oh yeah, at and least you try. At least exactly. we allow ourselves to be vulnerable enough to have that experience. That's what I'm taking away from this. Um mm-hmm. I've talked about we talk about being vulnerable all the time and I think that's such a a scary thought when you're actually like going with it, you know, <laughs> like not knowing what's going to happen next and being okay no with the outcome what. regardless. That's but let's I'm piggyback here. it on the <clears throat> single mother situation, right? As a single mom and as our parents, did did we ever see our parents do anything outside of the norm? Not at all, right? My mom told me, <laughs> I want you to go to school, get a job, go to college so you don't have to depend on a man for nothing. That That was her advice to us, right? So for me, she's my, she's my uh, crystal ball is how my husband said. She's the one that's guiding me in the right direction based upon her circumstance right so i'm gonna mm-hmm. do exactly what my mom said why because that is what she's telling me is gonna lend me to having the best life right mm-hmm. for myself is that how it worked out for me absolutely not you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying absolutely not i realized that going to college i'm working at a job that don't really require me to have a degree even though they want you to have it but the skill set that i have i don't need a degree for that you know what i'm saying at all but I do got debt, you know? Mm. So if I'm betting on me and that's what I work to teach my kids is to bet on you, you know, what's best for you. So if as a late feathers though, the best situation or the best outcome was, oh, dang, I wanted to move to Richmond anyway. There's other opportunities for me there as well. I can do this. And if this works out with me and him, it works out with me and him. But if it doesn't, fuck it, I'm gonna be okay. You know what I'm saying? Regardless. You know what I'm saying? Maybe he's not the one for me. And if I discover it in Richmond, uh, it's a lot more of him probably up here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That I could choose from because <laughs> down here in the Hampton Roads area, it's a little dry. It's a little dead. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Anytime you had to go outside of this general area, and I'm not saying it is because I'm not in that dating realm at this point, but I'm not saying it is or it isn't. But if you're going all the way to Chester to look at somebody, then hey, 
You know what I'm saying? Like, mm, I think. So um, I yeah. think. That's true. It's a lot. Like we gotta definitely consider the factors. Like <laughs> what's happening in our own neck of the woods to make you <laughs> make you uh, look deeper. One thing so, I wanted to touch on. Oh, go ahead. No, I just wanted to say, based off of like what you were saying, untraditional. I think that's what made me kind of evaluate the situation like a little bit more, because again, I operate off of logic. I don't operate off emotion, like mm-hmm. quote unquote most women do. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm thinking, like, you know, kind of like Shawan was saying, I'm uprooting my whole life. This shit don't work out. Then I got to come back and, like, or even stay up there, figure all of this out or whatever the case may be where I'm like, well, maybe, Azalea, this is the time to operate off of emotion. You don't really have any, quote, unquote, red flags. Mm-hmm. Um, so why not just like change it? It could be the best change that like change changes your life yeah. for the better. And I think that's what I kind of teeter tottered against. But I'm like, to be honest, this is the first time I've really ever felt like that. It probably has to do with like growth and just age. But I'm like, I think that's what bothered me because I'm like, damn, this might be the opportunity that I should have taken. But also a part of my intuition was like, no, I didn't really like how it was carried. It was To me, I felt more pressure to, like, make a decision and make it work for him versus uh, a compromise uh, agreement where we both could just do this, this, and this. Because, again, my thought process was, like, well, if you're saying I'm the one or you feel like you see us going far, then why are you not willing to make it work? Like, why is it okay for you that once I hang up this call, it's a wrap? So maybe that was – I mean, maybe it wasn't it. What I thought – it, it just wasn't it. And I always say, um, first of all, I did not pass that mind reading class. So if you don't, <laughs> I'm not going to know. Like, how are you supposed to know what, you know, what his intentions were, what his thoughts were concerning your decision? You know, like if, if y'all didn't communicate, I think communication is very important. One thing I wanted to touch on is the things that you overlooked, like, do you feel that you had some sort of list created and did he not check some of the boxes? You know, like what, what do you think that I know you mentioned before, there were some things that you overlooked. <laughs> I mean, it was the trivial stuff, y'all. I ain't gonna lie. Like <laughs> my whole list, when it came to the realistic, emotional, like, you know, he has a job, <laughs> he has a place um you know he's taking care of his child he's in his child's life it's just one child it's just one baby mom um you know he's family oriented you know he doesn't worship the devil so that's cool um but it's like (laughs) the trivial stuff he's tall so that was a bonus but you know it's like little stuff like I I like you to dress a certain way um and I like you to groom a certain way um so those were two things I felt like I could overlook because everything else was so great um so I think that also came with growth because back in the day as a lay would have been like okay you know be blessed because my (laughs) 100% list isn't getting checked off but the reality of it is everybody's not going to have everything. I don't have everything that he was looking for, clearly. Um, So, you know, you got to give and take a little. Like some stuff, 
is like deal breakers. Like you've been in jail. I'm over that. You got a record. You can't get a job. That's kind of not my forte. Um, so like some stuff is complete deal breakers, but you know, the older you get, you realize, yo, these are things you can change. These are things you can talk about, or these are things you can tolerate because sometimes it's not about changing. Yeah. Amen. Um, I wanted the last thing I want to touch on the 80, 20 rule. Can somebody explain that to me? I don't think it's, well, it is a rule to a certain extent, but I feel like when it comes to any situation in life, you know what I'm saying? You probably look at it in that way. Like either they're going to have 80% of what you want. Most of the time, 80 is a good rule of thumb versus you expecting somebody to have 100% of <laughs> everything that you want in life, you know? So I look at it as 80%. So if you, like when we were house shopping, for lack of better terms, uh-huh. me and my husband had a, a list of things that we wanted. Like we wanted maybe uh hardwood floors well one of the big things for us is we wanted it and to be to be in the Salem area because we like the school system and our son at the time was playing basketball mm-hmm. um, we wanted to make sure we had uh, five bedrooms we wanted to make sure that it was built in <clears throat> 2012 would be the latest um, mm-hmm. so certain things that we had that were kind of deal breakers right when we found this house it was yellow <laughs> which is not what we wanted. Um, it was kind of on a lake, which is something I did not want at all. Um, but it had 80% of our list knocked okay. off. You know, we were in a cul-de-sac, quiet, you know, diverse community. Um, so it had 80% of what we wanted. The 20% was negotiable. And that's how I look at things. And like even in households, if you look at the breakdown of a household, most two-parent households, for lack of better terms, where there's two parents and two friends, whatever. Um, normally, like with my husband, he pays 80% of the financial, does 20% of the nurturing, if that. Um, and I do 80% of the mothery stuff and uh, 20% of the financial. So like, that's a good rule of thumb to go off of. Um, and what I wanted to kind of add to uh, what I was going to say about your situation as a lay when it came down to it, I'm pretty sure if you felt as though him being more forceful about you wanting to move in his direction versus him compromising, I don't know which way he could have compromised, but compromising in a sense to meet you halfway, those were signs there as well. So it could have been certain situations that you guys were involved in that you could have saw that beforehand, not saying, okay, that that would have been something that would have caused you to leave him. That's not it. What I'm saying is people show you signs, whether you want to see them or not, you see it. You know what I'm saying? And as females, we are very, very, very wanting relationships. Very, very, very much so compromising in most relationships that when we see something that if he does have 80% of what we want or 90% of what we want, we will overlook Anything. And he could tell us he had 12 kids by 12 different baby mamas. But if this is some direction that we want to go in, he has 80% of what we want. Y'all know women out here that will continue on in this situation because 80% of whatever their needs were were being met in that situation. Whether it was good, bad, or indifferent. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. It's just kind of weird because like what I like and we both like kind of agreed on. We started out okay. 
we started out as like a like for real a friendship like it was like getting to know you like the the hanging out none of it was ever intimate like so like I enjoyed that because it was just you know masculine energy feminine energy connecting and having a good time it's just so weird that like once well I guess not weird but like once feelings got involved and you felt a little more you know connected to the person that it just like all fizzled away because then that was another thing I thought about I was like well damn like we were friends (laughs) so like now you don't even want to like be friends but that was also my part too I was just like it's pointless because now we're at a different level of this friendship so I was like can we really go backwards doubt it it's not what we're looking for we both know we want more from one another Mm -hmm. so to be honest it would just be pointless because now again extra feelings are involved so yeah like I don't know the saga continues so (laughs) where do you um, get the most kudos like being the most vulnerable vulnerable like where do you see like I did that I try like where do you see one um I think just speaking up for my emotions a lot of the time um (laughs) I will brush stuff aside and be like oh you know okay it's whatever I don't you know I'm not going to talk about how I feel I'm gonna listen to how he feels and you know kind of work off of that energy but like this time and since he was such a a guy that communicates because y'all know guys don't say shit Mm -mm. you send a whole text message he gonna respond to like one thing in that damn text message when he called, he gonna act like he never sent that damn text message. So like with him, it was different. Like he was responding to like what we talked about. So I like the fact that um, the vulnerability aspect is I felt comfortable enough to talk to him and be like, well, hey, that's how you're feeling, but this is how you're making me feel. Mm. Or this is how, you know, you know, you saying this, this is how I feel, you know, like, where is this coming from? Like, explain yourself so I think just opening up having conversation about true feelings um was a vulnerable moment and then um I don't know kind of like trust weirdly like trust in the process with him like it was different because he's a guy also that like actually leads so if there's a plan or if there's something he wants to do he's the type of person like be ready by seven I'll be there at seven thirty. This is what we're going to do. Steps he prepared. Exactly. And which is why I said I could, that's why I could tell when energy was off, when you're not telling me certain things. Because mm. he was on it. Like, oh, I'll be there at 730. Be ready at eight. Let's do this, this, and this. So when I'm like, hey, are you coming this week? Oh, I'll get back to you. Like, nah, bitch, that's not how that works. Like, you can't, you can't introduce me to, what do they say? Introduce me to a vibe that you can't keep. Like, that's mm. not fair. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. I just, I think that's the best part. And then just, I, this sounds weird, but I'm kind of a thug. So I feel like <laughs> with him, I actually was acting like a lady. You know, I was able to take a back seat because this is somebody like I trusted where you were leading me or what you were, you had signed us up to do. I could trust that it would be safe and, you know, just common sense type shit and it could I think it may have a lot to do with also just him being a dad and an older gentleman um that I was able to do that because it's not really (laughs) the norm over here um and then like relinquish 
roles that's awesome yeah and then like relinquishing some control I'm kind of a control freak too I know I sound so enticing people but um (laughs) kind of a control freak so I was just like okay like you know let me let me what I guess let me let you lead so Mm -hmm. um I think like you just said Shawan I think we played we were able to play our perspective roles and it actually worked out how it was supposed to Mm-hmm. So it's no hard feelings. I just kind of was like excited about it because it was finally something different. It was something like breath of fresh air and we had a lot in common and also our kids weren't that far apart. It's kind of hard to meet people, one, that have one kid nowadays and two, around the same age as your kid. Um, so just like a lot of potential there, but you know. How I was able to manifest this, I'm sure I'm able to manifest something better. Absolutely. Whenever that is in the year 20 fucking 50. Like <laughs> I think it's gonna happen. And like like they always say, like if you once you're the universe is understanding where you're going with things, is how I'm looking at it. You know what I'm saying? If you're willing to be more open to the process and I'm more open to the universe and evolving to fit the desire that you have, I can't see how you can't win, you know, ultimately. And that's part of being vulnerable is being open to allowing the process to run its course and not feeling like, okay, dang, I lost this one. You better luck next time. No, you didn't lose, lose anything. You grew. You know what I'm saying? And with your growth, you're going to see things differently in the next situation. And hopefully that will be the better situation. You know what I'm saying? Like, we just got to, I think, change our train of thought, which is something I struggle with on a daily basis. Like, I am like, like, go affirmation for me now because I struggle with leading with the benefit instead of leading with the deficit. I lead with the deficit every time, you know, and work to work around that. You know what I'm saying? If that makes sense. Yeah, and then to give oh sorry just to give more background like this was six months just in case that makes a difference for some people you gave it some time there was a time frame like it it wasn't overnight I think that is important to like people say well you didn't give it enough time yes you did I think so um wow I was just gonna say yeah these vulnerable moments is what keeps us going keeps us alive out here because wow we can't avoid them <laughs> what we do in them I was gonna say we definitely <laughs> I think we spoke for more of a like we talked about what was good first you know and not just immediately honing in on what did not work or what, what we considered quote unquote bad so that's a big deal but yeah these vulnerable moments are going to keep us on our toes so I think we have to date with intention is yeah. what I feel as though a lot of times we, we fail to do. And I'm speaking from a married perspective, people. So I've been married since I, well, golly. I've been with my husband since I was 19. So dating, my dating experience is very limited, you know, when it comes down to it. But just being the person outside of the house, knocking on the window, just looking in, I see that a lot of times we don't date with intention. You know, we don't put everything, not necessarily you got to say it on the first date, like, uh, I need this, this, and this, and this. I want to have this, and this. You know, those things <laughs> can come up in casual conversation, but don't date with the intent of just dating. You know what I'm saying? And I hear people all the time, 
Well, I'm just out here having fun. I just want to date around, but it'd be that same person to say, I want to be married. How does that make sense? It's like, you're not, you're not putting out there exactly what you want. If you're saying you're dating to, to have a husband, then your dating needs to be with an intention of getting married, not an intention of just having fun because having fun wouldn't be not saying marriage isn't fun, but that aspect of having fun that people talk about is just sleeping with random people, just enjoying that aspect of things in most cases, I think. You never know. Just, just get, get your life together. <laughs> Figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Figure out what, what's your end result. Because I was going to say, when you said date with intention, I'm like, what, you know, you have to be clear on what the intentions are. Because definitely, if that's some people's goal for real, for real, then, then they, do that. Yeah, don't catch feelings or, or switch it up halfway through the game. Like, yeah, now you want something different with that person. So that does make sense. Um, yeah, he offered that as an option. He was like, I mean, we can continue like quotation mark dating. And I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? Like, continue dating? And I'm just like, okay. Like, we didn't even have this. Okay. Yes, yeah, so I'm like, but that's the funny part because I'm like, well, what changes? So the fact that you don't have a title now is just more con- like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're still both traveling to like see one another and hang out. What changes? Like, now there's just no title and we keep doing it and just not as consistently. And I'm just like, I don't like, are you going to find another girl's panties on his, under his, uh, pillowcase one day and that's what's gonna be i'm just like what does that even mean (laughs) but maybe you can ask i mean like honestly in this day and age women are very strong and we are very open with what we want so ask them like i i don't i feel as though you should ask them just for the sake of understanding his mentality like i would want to know what the freak his answer is going to be like so if we're just dating in that sense, are we dating exclusively? Are we dating with the intent that this is going to eventually go further? Maybe once my lease is up, like, what is the purpose? Like, no. what do you see that? You know, so I he was know. like, it would just be, he was like, do we just date with like no outcome? And I'm oh. like, that doesn't make sense because what is like, what does that mean? It's just like, oh, you have a free weekend. You come see me and vice versa. To me, that's a friendship. Like there's no title. There's no true exclusiveness. Um, so, like, I don't understand. Like, I got a pen pal. Since you want to say it's long distance, like, I don't, you know, I don't get it. So, I, me personally, I was like, that doesn't make sense because we both know things that we want. So, why even do that to potentially, like, hurt one another's feelings? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I don't want to create, like, any type of resentment because, again, he's a stranger and like one of, um, I think it might have been one of my guy friends, um, or one of my girlfriends, I think, was just like, well, did you tell him, you know, like, at the end of the lease, because I was like, yo, at the end of the lease, if we continue to keep in touch and all of that, and I felt like it was a good decision, I would, I would move. And so they were like, well, did you tell him that? And I'm like, no, because one, I don't want that pressure while I'm here, countdown. Two, yeah. suppose the end of the lease, I don't want to move or I can't move. I don't want to create such a resentment or a hostility and then you know where I live and then you know I always think left like you come here and kill me like I uh, just don't have time. But what's bad about the countdown though? Like I don't understand why that would be a bad thing. Like, so my anxiety. I guess from 
Um, yeah. So exactly. So like from my perspective, I don't want to be sitting in this place and like, oh shit, it's like 60 more days. Like, where are we? Like, am I going to move? Now I got to pack all this stuff up. I got to rearrange Aiden. You would know I that just... though, SLA. You would know that. This, this, this uh, is why I'm saying that. Okay. So <laughs> let me clarify what I'm saying. Right. So if I have a, go- Shawan, you say set goals, write them down. Do what is that? What is that method that you're supposed to do when you write down your goals? Right. Smart. Smart. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah. if I say in July 21st next year on my birthday, I'm going to buy me a new car. Right. That's my goal. Mm-hmm. What was today? Sorry. Today is October. Third. Third. Okay. Let's be more realistic along the lines of what we're talking about. October 3rd, 2022. I'm buying me a new car. I want a new car. I'm excited about a new car. I think I deserve a new car. October 3rd, 2022. I'm getting a new car. That's what I'm telling you. I'm writing down the goals to get a new car. I have to count down to get a new car because I need to keep track of my goal. I'm going to check in on myself periodically to make sure that that goal is still something I want. By the time October 3rd gets here, I'm ready to get that new car or I'm pushing that goal out another year. What's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with that. Now, as far as the anxiety of it, the anxiety of it is if you're uncertain that that's what you want. If you don't want to be with this man after your lease is up, then you shouldn't set the goal, period, right? Because you already know that this is not what you want. So the countdown of it wouldn't be the anxiety. The anxiety would be the uprooting yourself and making in this year that you're putting the steps in motion that this is going to be a smooth transition mm, hence the, the vulnerability you like, know what I'm saying that's what yeah. I'm saying so it's not about knowing that you want to be with him after the year because if you don't want to be with him then you just won't you know what I'm saying the anxiety of it all is you don't know if this is the person you want to be with period so understanding no that shouldn't be a goal that you set and no, you shouldn't tell them, just like you said, because you still have your reservations about it. We all have heard relationships where you've been with this dude for three months. Y'all get married after the three or six months of knowing each other. And then you've been married for 20 years. Don't say we haven't heard these stories. Not saying that, like I said, not saying that the marriage was like 100% successful because yeah. success is based upon your thought pattern on success, right? That's your thoughts. Whatever you feel as though is successful is successful. But at the end of the day, we know people who have withstood the the test of time because the only thing that can break up a marriage or relationship is the two parties involved. That's it. If you guys have that goal that this is going to be the best situation ever, you're going to enjoy this shit. You're going to rock this shit out. You're going to have fun. You know what peace is. His idea of peace is you have clearly, clearly told him what you feel as though is peace he has clearly told you what he feels as though is peace is you understand that within each other you're willing to make the compromises necessarily to make it peaceful for both parties 
shit ain't nothing gonna break you up nothing but you guys if you compromise on any of those goals or any of those infringe on anybody's peace when you know what their definition of peace is sorry you guys (laughs) no I mean that makes sense it's just like you said I guess it comes back to the uncertainty I guess what I needed was him to solidify the fact that you would put in the work up until a year and the fact that he couldn't agree to that Mm -hmm. that's why I didn't vocalize that because that's pointless because now both of us are going to feel like create a situation like now we hate one another and there's a resentment because if it doesn't work then it's like well you said and I waited and I'm just like I don't I don't want to do that because again I'd be willing to do that but I and I told him what my idea looks like I said my idea is the weekend, clearly the weekends are the time we have. Let's just be real. Yeah. Monday through Friday, we work in. I said, but the weekends where I'm either up there, the weekends you take your son to see your parents, I'm coming with you. My son is coming with you. Vice versa, the times you have, you're here. You're staying the night. You're seeing what a whole weekend in my life looks like where we're getting up, going to a sporting event, like cleaning the house. Like, we are in the mix of what it looks like a whole weekend to get a picture of what real life is going to look like Mm -hmm. some weekends yeah we may not be able to do it but you've got to make that commitment and like that's what he wasn't solidifying for me so if I what you're we're not going to (laughs) do is I'm not going to say yeah July I'm coming up there and one I don't want if I say that one I don't want you now just doing all this off the strength of getting me up there Mm. two I want you to agree with that but then don't change your vibe like Mm -hmm. keep the weekends consistent do what you're gonna do regardless if you know I'm coming or not because quote unquote this is what you want and I felt like again it it's not what you want because you're not doing or, or compromising with the person that you claim that you want this to work and vice versa like now I can't say that that's what I want because you're not compromising with me or giving me what I need to make it work so Mm -hmm. now you have to go struggle and find someone that's not as cool as me um, that will be hard for him honestly it would be it's gonna be some work you know at the end of the day but I I think like I said with the dating and with intention and just being clear you know and I feel like I'm not clear in communication a lot of times with my husband because I don't I don't really know Like, I still have those sense of time where I don't know exactly what things look like. You know what I'm saying? So to communicate clearly is very hard when you are not as clear Mm -hmm. on the end result or the goal. So I feel like when we're clear and we can be clear and we can communicate clearly, then things are going to work out. So like it's a we situation when when you're talking about you moving to Richmond and you moving to Richmond for y'all situation. That's a we. You know what I'm saying? We both got work to do. If this is what we both want, you know, so you have to be clear and communicate with me your needs. I have to be clear and communicate what my needs are and our intentions have to be on the same page because if they're not, then you're going to have the feeling that you have right now and you're not going to want to do it. And you shouldn't, you know what I'm saying? Because that's, it's not a comfortable situation for you to want to make that trip. Mm hmm. So, like, what I'm getting from all of this is, like, in order to be vulnerable, you have to consider other people's feelings. Like, there's so much more than just you to consider, mm-hmm. but you're willing to give up a little piece of you, like, to make sure everybody else is is okay. You have to be safe. 
like you can't be vulnerable and, and not feel some sort of safety or trust, whether it's trust within yourself, trust within the relationship, trust within the situation, like trust, safety, all of them have to be kind of in sync to a certain extent, not saying who's going to put themselves in an unsafe position. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, but you have to know that you got you. Period. Poo, like my niece say. Period. Poo. So you got to know that you got you regardless. And it's kind of, you know, at certain times. Like, like I said, we all navigate uncharted territory. And it's just a, a different environment all the freaking way around. Boy, that scares me. <laughs> I mean, but he did restore, like, my faith in, like, um, there's some decent guys still out here. <laughs> I and it's gonna happen. I know, you know me. I'm always speaking life into your situation because it's gonna happen. Like it's yeah, going to, it has to happen. There's no other way for it to go. Yeah. No other way. Expect the best. And um I was gonna say I just thank you for being vulnerable enough to sugar, you know, like a lot of times I know that people have a hard time talking about stuff when there wasn't a happy ending, you know, or there wasn't this <laughs> glorious end to the story. So that's a big deal. Just being able to talk about it and to see what you, what you can gain, like what perspective came out of this, what you would possibly do different, if anything, next time. I thank you for opening up about that. Me too. And I love you guys more. I know it may sound to the viewers and the listeners like I'm just very hard and that definitely isn't it. Anything I do is out of intent for love and growth. Like I don't I don't have any other way or thought pattern when it comes to it. And as they know, she is my 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 baby sister. So how I'm going to give it to her is how I'm going to give it I'm to so myself young. and everybody else, you know? So at the end of the day, I just feel like I just want everybody to evolve, thrive, and be the best version of themselves that they can be. So listeners, if I sound kind of mean, it's not that at all. Nah, she that. mean. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I can be. I can be. I can no, be. No, no. <laughs> y'all. No, I'm just joking. Oh, guess what? He was a cancer, though. See, they're the best. They're the best relationship people. Look it yeah. up. We are. We're homebodies. Jump on the road. No, let me stop. He Just probably cried once I hung up on his ass. He probably did. We do. We cry. We cry a lot. <laughs> so he probably did cry. He probably cried to his friends and everything. Thank y'all for your perspective and for showing up once again. This has been our vulnerable moments moments. Thank y'all. This is Shawan. It's Adelaide. It's Pashas. Enjoy the rest of your week, everybody.